Welcome to The Real Shady Shrinks. Before we jump into the episode, we want to remind you this podcast is just for entertainment purposes. We are not diagnosing or attempting to treat or cure any mental illness. If you're experiencing a mental health emergency, dial 911 or go to your nearest emergency department or crisis center. We hope you enjoy. Ah, oh, what's up, everybody? Hello. Good morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Remember that um <laughs> that Instagram video I sent you? It's like a British. I don't know if he's British or Scottish or great. Well, British would be English or Scottish. Right. But the um, I'm going to have to send it to you the comedian and he does all the funny voices and he does this bit where he's like i'm i'm your hangover oh yes 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 okay i, I was like wait. Uh, so funny oh my god i love it yeah and he has a funny accent anyway, anyway. how are you i'm i'm fine i'm didn't sleep great last night but happy to be alive i suppose and um Dang. Yeah, we're recording on a different day. Usually we meet Friday mornings, but now it's the sunniest Sunday that we've had in a long time and the light is beaming my eyes, but yes. I don't need I can close my eyes and still talk about crazy women. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. You do not need to see. Yes. Right. You do not need to see. Exactly. Yeah, we you, have, um I'm doing well. My my uh Thursday night sleep into Friday was not good. Um, so my dog had a, a difficult night with the storm, but it's okay. That's okay. Right. So it goes. So it goes. Mm-hmm. So it is. Uh, we had a lot this past week in terms of Bravo shows slash Peacock. Yes. Yes. We had Miami. Right. We had Jersey, and then three episodes of Ultimate Girls Trip Thailand. Uh, uh, yeah, Girls Trip, Girls Trip, Girls Trip, Girls Trip. And also, too, I think we should touch a little bit on some of the pump shenanigans oh, yes. that are going on. Because Reunion, I think, was filmed yesterday? Wednesday. Wednesday, okay. It's, it could be yesterday. You don't know when, I, when we're talking, except I, like <laughs> I said, it's the sunny Sunday, but whatever. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Some updates on that. We have found out that they are doing the reunion over two days because the restraining order that Rachel has against Shishi. <laughs> that's what Danny Pellegrino calls her. Shishi. Um, is still in effect. So to get them both in person, they did it over two days. So Sheena and Rachel will not be filming the reunion together. That's what's allegedly on the book. The alleged Um, barrier there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, I think I think probably a lot of us saw Andy came out and kind of said like it was probably one of those most dynamic reunions they've ever had, and and not to dismiss our Bravo kind of Jesus character Andy, like you know, in some ways, but he's supposed to say that. I like I'll when I see it, then I'll be able to decide like is it this like you know, thing. Um, yeah. I was listening to, I think it was Lala Kent's podcast and uh, this, uh, it was. <laughs> sorry. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. It was, it was recorded. It might've been last week or earlier this week. I can't remember, but the, she was talking about the reunion and I think she was saying like, I don't want. Yes. This is before she filmed the reunion. Mm-hmm. I don't want the reunion all to be about what's just gone down because a lot happened outside of this scandal. scandal. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, an insider at the reunion has leaked that one of the care, I think the seating chart had to change outside of what you just referenced with restraining orders and stuff, because apparently someone attempted to get physical with somebody else. Um, yes. Yes, I did hear that. But we well. don't know who it is. Any guesses? I'm just just to be a little bit of a pot stirrer. Any guesses? My money is on. Because apparently it's not who we're expecting. Like it's not probably in the 
the trifecta that we're assuming. You know what I mean? The Tom, the Ariana, and the Raquel plus Rachel. Oh, I wonder yeah. if it has something to do with the Toms, perhaps, Ooh. or James Kennedy. I could see James. Yeah, but you see James or Lala. James and and Tom Schwartz. Well, see, my original thing was like, oh, Lala went after either Tom or Rachel. Mm -hmm. Right. But if it's not what we're expecting. Well, we don't know the context. It sounds to me like I have a feeling it's going to be related to this thing. Yeah. I mean, I just I have a I I think out of all of the people. Schwartz. Katie, she eh, maybe Sheena, but like I don't, I, I I have a better. My money's more on like the Kennedys and the Lalas of the group. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. But I, yeah. but I, so I had heard about this leak through the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what exactly? So other than the potential fight thing, mm-hmm. I mean, what else did they leak? <laughs> Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. I I think. I mean, I don't know. I so obviously I'm I'm joining in with season ten of Vanderpump Rules. I'm I'm all caught up. I'm assuming you are as well, Luce. Um, I I like I want to get to the end because I want to see where it goes. Like I I know I know at this point, but yeah. my. I feel so, I feel like I need a shower after every episode that I watch of Vanderpump Rules. Like, I just, I feel, I feel gross. I just feel gross. Oh, it's, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, again, it's good. It's funny because the people that are good are too good. And, and too good, I mean, in like too dramatic show no no i'm saying like the the personalities that are like built for reality tv like the kennedys the lalas like you know those kinds of people are like so far gone like it's so hard to touch down Um, and then you have other people that are much more sedate (laughs) And, and it's just like there's no there's no one to kind of bounce off of right like there's there's you're, you're just you're completely at the polls like like I think Katie Maloney the one of the past episodes said like I'll set you on fire and I was like Katie that's not you don't say that that's a Kennedy thing to say that's like you know that's like you know that, that's just stay but in see, your spot you know? see yes and Katie Maloney has a long history they her nickname is tequila Katie mm-hmm. because when she drinks tequila but was she drinking tequila when she threatened to set someone on fire? I don't think so. She might have been sober. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she may have had a shot or two, but like, I don't know. It just. You know, I, I don't know, but I I agree with you in the sense that like, A, I'm itching to just get to the end. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then B, since this all has went down with the cheating scandal you can't not see the signs and they're not and bravo is not editing anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we've been told you can't unsee the unseen right Right. you just can't and that's what i said to my husband i said i'm so overwhelmed because i cannot unsee the unseen scott Mm -hmm. i'm sorry Mm -hmm. i can't and he has no fucking clue what i'm talking about well you know <clears throat> I mean, not everybody can be a good human, so. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it. I think I'm, I'm I don't it, know if I'll it, keep up at the end. Like once the season's over, will I come back well, for eleven? I'm not sure, but we'll have to wait and see. What's going to happen next season? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if these people are like done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a whole re, re, like a New York season, like five or whenever, when they just kind of like cut pretty much everybody and brought on the people in kind of deal. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, but let's get to our ladies. 
I think um I think we need to get to some the real business. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. Where do you want to start? That's why don't we just start with Bravo? We'll so we'll do um uh, New Jersey and then we'll do our peacock specials like Miami and Girls Trip and so on. Great, great. Well, I think an episode starting off with women talking about their um chuchinis. <laughs> yes. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. A chuchini. A chuchini. A chuchini. I that couldn't even cut. Wasn't the context that wouldn't even cover my chuchini? Was it yes. referring to the, the bathing suit? Yes. Yes. This bedazzled, I mean, at this, we'll call it bedazzled mm-hmm. um, little swimsuit that um, Rachel Fuda and Danielle Cabral are, they're shopping for um, their uh, Jersey Shore bathing right. suits. Right. I, I think. Dan, I think Alexia could take a page from Danielle's book about what a star looks like, because <laughs> I think Danielle, probably out of all of the recent housewives we've ever had, has like come out the gate as just like okay, like we just, I'm, She's I'm eating it up, I'm accepting it, I'm like, I'm like okay, this is great, I'm a big big fan. I I I love her. She is she. She's just so fun. She's so fun. Um, you know, it's interesting when talking about Danielle and this past episode, we we get more a bit into it, but the whole thing with her brother mm-hmm. and not speaking to her brother. And like, I definitely want to know, like, it's not over Instagram why she's mm-hmm. not speaking to her brother. And at the same time, all this stuff that went down at the party um, and Jackie talking to everyone except Danielle, how she say, you know, Danielle's not talking to her brother. You know, it's not just over Instagram. And, and then Danielle, you know, she says, I keep hearing my name in conversations that I'm not a part of. And then you see Staten Island come out in that van. <laughs> oh, so good. You know, <clears throat> a few things. Still love Jackie. I do think she's she's trying. I think she's trying a little. She's she's picking the wrong one. I think she should pick a different one to try to do get that. Think, do we yeah. think she's trying because she got demoted? Maybe. Let's face it. We've seen housewives get demoted, and it's sort of like I got to bring it in now. Like you know, like now's the now's the time. And and I'm still salty about how she got demoted given what she went through last season, but that's fine. Um, I I do agree. I feel like there is more to the story than just some shady Instagram posts that would break up this long-standing relationship. So I it does feel a little hollow, but also we don't know what the Instagram posts are. Maybe they're more inflammatory than are kind of being indicated, but it just feels a little yeah nonetheless i want to know i want to know i want to know i want to know but i think that conversation with jackie saying you know oh it's not just about whatever should not have happened at a party it should have happened at a lunch at a lunch and a lunch perhaps at either jen fessler's house or at a restaurant okay why because listen (laughs) All the ladies want to know, and the viewers want to know. It's gonna oh. come out because you're on, this, you know, you're she's on television now. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was appropriate to bring it up at the party. It's okay. much, it's too sensitive, and I really do think it's a lunch. It's for lunch. Oh, see, I well, see, this is my other thing you wanted to comment on that I remember too, or I wanted to comment on the. I agree. In the ride home, we saw the Staten Island come out. But even with that Staten Island energy, Bill Aiden still fell asleep in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I have to say, I loved seeing Jen and Bill drunk. You know, I thought it was great. I thought it was. I thought it was very entertaining. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, again, 
and I think they showed clips of it. Maybe it was last season, two seasons ago. I forget. But there was a really bad episode where Jen got way too wasted and like crawled out of the party on on her hands and knees. I'm glad we didn't reach that point. Um, no. This was this was a good balancing act. I I saw I forget where it came from, so I'm sorry for quitting or kind of quoting somebody that I don't know, but somebody saying that like Jennifer and Bill Aiden need to be on White Lotus ASAP. And yeah. <laughs> that this episode sort of like, you know, kind of congealed all that. Absolutely. Yeah. Can can we actually talk a little bit about their therapy session and like what ha- they're processing after? Mm. Um I don't I can't remember if we talked about Dr. Judy, but I think we touched on it, but we didn't, I mean, there wasn't really much to touch on, to be honest with you. Like it just kind of was there. Yeah. She seemed very quintessential analyst to me. Oh yeah. Very old school. Very old school. When we say analyst for everybody, that's like very like old school psychotherapy, like lay on the couch, don't look at the therapist, you know, kind of deal. But yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Um, However, I, I did write a note as they were kind of debriefing in their bedroom. Bill seems very process oriented and quite cerebral. And he's kind of giving me Louie is much more in touch with his feelings, but they're they both have this like they want their their significant others to just calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Just calm down. Well, down. I think I think again. That the balance of intellect and emotion. Obviously, Jennifer Aiden is just like raw feelings all the time. Like just yeah. like this is it. Like you know. Um, but I think Bill, like you said, he is very much a. He leads with his mind, not necessarily his heart, which I think probably drives her nuts, because I'm sure, you know, let's face it, when you have that strong emotional reaction. Even if it's a good emotion, a bad emotion, you want someone to meet you there. Like you want like someone, I want you to be just as excited as I am, or I'm disappointed in her. I want you to be just as angry as I am, or I'm going to be upset or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what she's been asking for from him. Like back me up, even if I look like an idiot. (laughs) Precisely, precisely. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you. I think honestly, I think it's a good balance to have both. But I, they seem so far apart on those spectrums that it's hard to even commute. Like they're like speaking foreign languages to one another. But yeah, yeah. Well, I I hope that they they work it out. I also really want to go jewelry shopping with Bill Aiden's cousin. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I mean, like, sign me up for all those diamonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Funny. to to pivot back to the party too. I was curious because again, I think the women were fine. They were doing their thing, but not yeah. much really happened with the ladies this time. I think the men really stole the show again this episode. Oh my God, they were hysterical. I they was so good. When they brought out the hot wax and started waxing John Fuda's right. mm-hmm. body, <laughs> it's not something I want to see again, but. It was very funny. I have gone to a lot of crazy parties in my day, and I've done a lot of crazy things at said parties in my day, but I have never been to a party where someone has been waxed in front of me. That yeah. has, we've, we've transcended, we've transcended something for sure. We, we definitely have. That that party was, uh, that looked like a fun party from the guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed, agreed. Yeah. Can can we I I just speaking of of party and Margaret. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk about Margaret a little bit. Mm-hmm. Jen and Teresa make it seem like Margaret is like CIA, FBI and she's got the nuclear codes and can blow shit up at any moment. So be nice to her. Mm-hmm. What I don't I, I mean, she's she's got a great she has great confessional shade. Oh great! But like, she's I like she's she's entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. But like, is she really that vicious? I don't think so. I mean, I 
I don't know. I don't think Margaret is this mastermind of 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 the group, right? I do think the last two seasons she pulled a bit of a Giselle card and like I'm gonna wait until we're on camera and then kind of do this, like you know, um, because she did the thing with Louis last season, and then there was a the season before, um, I think it was season before, where she essentially kind of brought Jennifer Aiden's affair to the right. Walter, um, in some ways, so I do think it seems like she's had a track record recently of that. I don't think she's like you said the CIA like character. I think the thing I find interesting is that they all think she's this, you know, like you said, mastermind like character, but they're also holding cards against her from her ex best friend that we still don't know what that piece is. Yeah. Like, that's like, is it Laura, Lauren? Laura. Laura, yeah. Um, that there is this element of sort of like, like we know something she doesn't know that we know. But she's, you got to be careful. Like, yeah. she's got something on all of us. Get ready. It just, it feels, honestly, it feels a bit like this, like, dramatic Cold War. Like, we both got nuclear codes and we're just kind of staring at each other and waiting for the first person to shoot. But, yeah. 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 But, so, I, I don't know about that. But. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I'm trying to think. So, yeah, I thought it was, it was, like, a good. It was a fun oh. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that there is something, there's a similarity between Teresa and Alexia? I for look? Yeah. Or personality. Okay. There's something about the way they both look, maybe, and it's like their body height, the long hair. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I look at Teresa, I'm like, and I get like a le- a little bit of Alexia, Alexia vibes. Physically. Yeah, I can see it. I don't know if I would. I can see it. I don't know if I would be like, oh God, like they're twins. You know, I, I they're probably like siblings in my head. Like there's a there's something there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I notice it more from like, and this is not a shady thing, but like I think they have very similar eyes. Yeah. Like, um and I, do they have I know Alexia's got really nice eyebrows, but mm-hmm. I, Teresa too. I can't. I can't remember. But yes, the eyes up. Mm-hmm. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I can. That's that's really where I see the most of it. I think, but for sure. But I hear you coming from. Yeah. Well, one more thing with New Jersey, if if I may, if I may. Yes. Um. And again, we'll probably hear more about this next week, but there was a scene in the coming up, and I don't know if you caught it, mm-hmm. but. I, Louie was, I'm assuming, talking to the kids or somebody and said, I wear yes. their dad's pajamas or their grandparents' pajamas. I think he was talking to Joe Gorga, uh-huh. saying I wear their father's pajamas. Um, what are your <laughs> thoughts on that? I'm... I, I, I <laughs> I don't like it. I don't know why I'm laughing like this now, but it's a little weird. It's weird. It's weird. So, so, and again, I want to give context included. There is none in this situation, but I I find it really hard to say there's a a rational argument for, I wear dead babies. Pajamas so that your kids feel comfortable around me. Are you kidding? (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up because it looked like in this episode, Louie and Joe were like getting along. Yeah, that's what I. And then then we see a trailer, and it all goes to hell because Louie's wearing his Joe's dad's pajamas. Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean. I look. I, well, <laughs> right. I'm not. What? I'm doing. I'm doing my best to try to like be like live your life. This feels like a stretch to me. This is like. <laughs> it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I. <sighs> I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm sure we'll have more thoughts on it when we see the whole scene. But like, that was a hell of a like. Oh. 
Do you think he wears underwear while he wears the pajamas? I hope so. I mean, I if I would hope so. If he, if he's the same person, and I don't know this, but if I hope he doesn't go to a bowling alley and rent shoes without socks, like you know, like that's just <laughs> like, like like come on, man, like you're you're a yeah. smart guy, you're a smart guy, but it I do think weird. he's good for Teresa. Long story short, I do think he's good for Teresa. I think he really brings her down she kind of needs it every once in a while but yeah 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 anyway okay well let's let's transition please let's go to miami um we had the final reunion episode Mm -hmm. um i think the biggest takeaway was adriana had a letter from a fan about marisol she did marisol's liver was crying for help <laughs> it was dumb as shit but it was funny i mean i i think the part where it lost me is the hyperbolic gone girl style writing of it like help i'm being kidnapped she's trying to kill me like you know sort of mentality i don't know i think I think Adriana wanted a bit of a moment. It wasn't a mirror moment. It wasn't anywhere close, but I think she wanted it a little bit. Um, And yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially she's trying to get back in the good graces of Marisol and Alexia. And then she like whips out this letter. It's like, you just undid whatever apology thing. I mean, and do I believe that they were prior to this letter coming out on the episode or on the on the show on the reunion that the two of that the three of them were going to be on good terms way later? No, absolutely not. No, Alexia and Marisol want they just want to be able to continue to shit on Adriana. I think that is that is Your opinion. my my opinion. Yeah, they they because. I think they could have, you know, for, yes, Adriana said some horrible things comparing a, a, an ankle to a traumatic brain injury. It's, it's, it's stupid. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. However, everyone could see that she was totally remorseful. Oh, great. Agreed. And, like, probably one of the most remorseful moments I've seen in a long time, to be honest with yeah. you. Like she really w- did not think before she spoke with that, and they don't care. They don't they, care. But they don't want to care. That's the problem. I I don't think. <laughs> I mean, I it's it is interesting to me. And again, I don't want to like typecast the couches, but we touched on this last time too. But like the left couch is sort of that like mean girl vibe. The yeah. the right couch is much more of like the island of misfit toys at times like you know like it's it's a lot of good personalities but just very different personalities you know along the same along the same lines and stuff too um yeah i mean i don't know this the reunion felt a little i mean again the season was wonderful so like i can't but for like a reunion conclusion it didn't really do much for me like it was kind of it was fine but it was just fine yeah, no, I agree. I when when we were hearing that Andy yells at mm. Larsa, I didn't think he he just called her. He said it he was called an, her an asshole. asshole. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I I was expecting more. Um, I did I, I did appreciate Lisa being like, "Well, you yelled at me last year," <laughs> <laughs> and, and um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and things like that, but I don't know. I mean, I look overall season was phenomenal. Oh, like, so good. They, I, I really, I love them. I think mm-hmm. they should all come back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think Adriana and Marisol should be full time housewives. Yes, uh, that's the let's. But that's the only difference I would make. I think everyone else is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed. I um. What else was I going to say? There was something else to add in there too. Um, no, I agree with you. I think they all should come back. The the looks for the reunion, Fabulous. like phenomenal. Um, 
I'm so glad to hear, and again, I haven't read the full article, but I'm so glad to hear that Julia's wife is doing better health-wise and everything, yeah, too. Yeah, I think she um she beat both. Good for her. That's a hell of a thing. I for both, which mm -hmm. is huge. Mm -hmm. so, so super glad to hear that that's, you know, on the right side of things and stuff as well. But um, yeah, no, it's... um. I think of ranking on the season, like 10 out of, or out of 10, you know. I'll give it a 9.5. Ooh. Give Ooh. it a 9. What's, is there been a season that's been a 10 out of 10 for you? That's, that'll help me kind of assess that. That's a great question. I mean. And I know it's hard to know where they start and end, so. It can. I mean, the first two seasons of Salt Lake and, um, you know, season two of salt lake in particular was like fire um i mean it quickly dipped down season three yeah um, i'm thinking i'm sure previous seasons of new york when yeah Bethany new york was, is up there new york's up there it is beverly hills orange county has had some really good so yes um so we got some heavy hitters essentially mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah I'd probably give it an eight and a half, an eight and a half if I had to. Um, I thought, I thought, I just from the the drama, the the looks, the the vacations. I it just they brought it all they around. It. You know, I think, I think the one thing, and this is just something I'm noticing now, is that honestly, out of all the reunions we've had recently. Beverly Hills, a little bit of Potomac. They've all, when the season has ended, I felt exhausted. Mm -hmm. Like I was just sort of like, oh, I'm so glad this is done. I like don't want to see you all for a few more months. Like, like, ugh. this was the first one where I was just sort of, it didn't, it didn't leave me like heartbroken or. No, even... I actually want that. I wanted to keep going. Exactly. And that was so refreshing after, you know, the criminal stuff with Salt Lake, the Kyle, Lisa, Kathy stuff with Beverly Hills, the Robin Juan, whatever, and things like that stuff, like, you know, like with Potomac, like, it was so nice to just, it, it felt like, it felt like coming home again. <laughs> totally. I totally, I totally agree. Yeah. And, and I don't know if maybe this is a good point to pivot to Ultimate Girls Trip, but I'm, Actually, like I found myself super happy to see Alexia and Marisol and Giselle and Candace back on my television. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. No, and it, Heather too. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I very much agree. I, um, well, anything before we move, do you want to go? Cause I'm good with Miami. I think it got all my thoughts out. I'm, yeah, I'm good okay. with it. All right. So obviously there's been three episodes on the girls trip. Um, I don't remember everything that happened. I remember general trends and things like that. I think, I, but similar with what you're saying, Luz, I it's so good to see them all again. It, it's again, it's that breath of fresh air. Portia's giving me this sort of like excited fan yet like yeah. housewife kind of feeling thing, which is so fun to watch. Um, what are, my first question for you is what are your thoughts on the Heather Gay of it all? Because there's some weird things that are oh, happening God. with Heather that feel a little suspect. <laughs> so she, mm, yeah, I, it's, it's terror. It's, it, mm, yeah, I love Heather. I do too. And she ended Salt Lake not in a good spot and it's continued into Thailand. Yeah. Um, she says some fucked up shit to Leah. Mm-hmm. About her, sobriety. about her sobriety and then um and then the third episode of girls trip when they're on the yacht her and whitney get into it and i actually don't think that heather was in the wrong in in that situation but um i i i do think that she doubling down on this black eye and it's she she's just like I, I don't I don't it just doesn't she's not looking good 
She's not. No, I, I agree. I mean, I do think Whitney's got her a bit pegged on the fame aspects of it. And it might be going a little bit to Heather's head. And she's sort of trying to play up the housewife card a little bit more than probably is coming off naturally to her. Because um, the, you know, to use another iconic fight, the sort of fake amnesia <laughs> <laughs> isn't always the best look. It just isn't the best look, especially with something as no. controversial kind of, kind of sobriety and stuff like I that. I think we got, I mean, I had hope for Heather and Whitney. Mm -hmm. And then the the third episode, I was like, well, that's gone to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. yeah um, what do you think of the overall cast and who they've picked? Initially, and I think I said this before, initially I was a little worried because. I didn't think they'd stand up to what season two was. But I think, and I remember this from season one, season two, season three, is that like, they're all so different. It's really hard to compare them to each other. Unlike like a, a franchise on its own. Like, like, you know, like you can compare Beverly Hills to Beverly Hills because it's Beverly Hills, but it's hard to sort of compare girls trips to each other. Um, I do have to admit, no shade to Dorinda. She's got a wonderful house, but I'd be really, really salty if I went to Dorinda's house in the Berkshires and not this place. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. This place looks stunning. Yeah. Um, like, we're just, I want to go there. I think my other big takeaway as well is I want to be friends with Pepsi. Um, oh, and I'm not only do I want to be friends with Pepsi, but Pepsi should be on every housewives trip to assign the rooms mm -hmm. because the room, the picking of the rooms is my least favorite regularly occurring drama. Agreed. I, honestly, that's a great question. I, I, when we were talking about making this podcast, we had a list of those like questions and I forgot about that, but like, that is a fight that happens every time. Like my room doesn't have an ocean view. My room bathtub is three inches smaller than yours. Like, you know, like, and I hate yeah. it. It drives me nuts. Absolutely. Yeah. But I agree. And Leah then saying, oh my God, Pepsi hates me because I have the worst room. Shut up. Mm -hmm. You are in Thailand in a mansion right. overlooking like the jungle. Like stop. Stop. Right. Agreed. Stop. Agreed. I guess one thing that I, and I thought about you and I watched it is that, so as we, as we both agreed, human shamanic healing does not work. With no. our housewives ladies however elephants <laughs> seem to seem to create an energy that make everybody really get along that i guess it was the lunch after the elephant sanctuary even though they were throwing muddy poop at each other um was probably one of the most wholesome conversations i've seen them all had with one another like just any housewife in general like when when Marisol talked about how she was I'm sort of nervous to bring her mom on because of her mom's plastic surgery. Um, Leah talking about how her last season, um, like just all of them like went really far into like the like we're on TV and it's not always easy, um, which yeah. I really appreciated. I, I mean, I love those moments, but yeah. I did. I had that. I had that note. Like it was really interesting to watch Leah talk about New York, mm -hmm. and I didn't watch the last season of New York, and because, yeah, it was just yeah, like it was cringy. It was gone, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Um, yeah, it was. I and that's one thing I really uh, like about the Ultimate Girls trips is they like talk about the. Sh it's like breaking the fourth wall kind of thing. And um, and I loved how they shared the positives and the negatives of the show um, and what it's done for their lives and everything. Um, yeah, so the Elephant Sanctuary, it was great. It was great. I, I, I really loved that scene. I think it was really wholesome, even like Whitney and Heather, like all of them. And I, I'm sorry, I can't remember all their points, but like they all had something that was so like authentic and not something you'd get in a confessional because it's not about another person <laughs> in the cast like you know and um and I just I really 
I really like even Portia's talking about her postpartum, like like you know, like just I I was really it really honestly I kind of welled up at a few of their stories. Um, yeah, I I did too. I think Marisol talking about her mom mm -hmm. and yeah, it it was it was all good. Mm -hmm. It was all good. I am so happy that Candace is back. I love Candace. I, I look, I didn't think I'd be saying this at all. After the lady boy drag name thing that happened, she might be one of my favorite. She might have, she's up there in the Bethany caliber, oh, yeah. the Bethany, the Tamara. It's like, she has just climbed that ladder so quickly. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I love her. She is just, and I, you know, I've said this before. She is adorable. Mm -hmm. I love looking at her and then she's, she's mean, but she's funny. She is funny. But, but again, and I think, I think Giselle was the one that said it this time too. Candace doesn't go for people. She reacts to other people. She's not yeah. the kind to kick She's not the kind to kick the beehive, but she will have a strong response to whatever. And sometimes is it too strong? Absolutely. Um, but she will have a very quick and oh, yeah. come back to anything that happens. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I just, it's so good. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm actually, so when we first heard about this cast, I was like, eh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think they're, I think it's great. It's so great. Far. Agreed. It's really, Agreed. It's, it's all good. I'm very happy with it. What do you think of the the drag names that she gave? And I don't remember all of them. We had she she need a man. <laughs> she take a man. She take a man. Snow White, Snow Wrong for the Snow for White. the Snow Lake ladies. Snow Ball. Right from Marisol. Havana White. Havana White. Is uh, that it? Oh, what was Leah's? Oh, Judaism. 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 Um, I thought they were funny. I, I know, mean, great. I I liked hers the best, Patty Labelle. Mm -hmm. She came out the gate swinging. She came out the gate swinging with hers. Yeah. Yeah. And Shanita, Shanita Man. Mm -hmm. I thought that was funny. It was good. She's great. She's mm -hmm. funny. Well, I think we should transition to the boat. Oh, the boat, yeah. Because I think this season had a really warm opening for the most part. There were parts here and there, but it was overall to me, it felt warm. Um, it, yes. The boat, I think, is where everything went off. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So it's a lot happened on that boat ride. Um, obviously, we have Whitney and Heather getting right. into it, and apparently, Whitney said that Heather is like being fake about writing the bad Mormon book, but also still being a part of the church mm -hmm. on that ledger. Right. Mm -hmm. On the ledger. Then people going after Leah for being sort of boring and like, why are you here? And da, 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 da. like she was getting bored at the here? dinner and yeah, he was bored at dinner and said like, whatever, which I did think was kind of rude. Of Leah, you mean? Of Leah, like, oh, yes, you did hear the story, but Alexia is telling new people. You can also like start up conversation with Marisol because Marisol knows it. Like, just I don't know, but whatever. Agreed. Didn't need to get blown out of proportion. Nope. Um, and then Candace then was getting upset it was like a lot on that every, boat, right? yeah every everybody i think i identified the most with whitney because she just kind of was sitting in between because she was in that weird booth where she couldn't get out and everybody was just kind of yelling around her um and she just kind of sat there and was like okay i'll just wait i'll just wait <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it was it was it was like a that boat ride was a lot yeah yeah and well, I Porsche, think right porsche's right Nothing good happens on boats. No. And, and I loved the like various, like the New York trip, <laughs> like all of the boat rides that have gone just south very quickly. I, yeah, I, um, I don't know. I, I'm really, again, in theory, similar with you, I was like, okay, I mean, these are good ones, but okay. Um, and, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, 
and maybe expectations were lower because of that. And that's why I'm enjoying it more. I don't know. But um, but overall, I'm really, really vibing with all of those trips. So far. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that there are that they're all on my screen. Agreed. 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 So right. speaking of happiness. Good transition point. Yes. So we'll move into our psycho eighty minute. We realize that we've been doing a lot of bad emotions, but we're therapists. That's what we talk about all the time. <laughs> right. So we figured we'd talk about a little bit about joy and happiness and stuff today too. But um, yeah, I'm going to get my stuff together here, but Lucy, do you want to kick us off or what do you think? I mean, I know we had differing opinions about like, yeah, so without the definitions, I, but yeah, I found um, the difference between joy and happiness and what it means. And then our, our, our definitions are kind of similar, but they're just kind of reversed. So I'll share basically joy is an inner feeling and happiness is an outward expression Joy endures hardship and trials and connects with meaning and purpose. And a person pursues happiness, but chooses joy. That's from Google. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> well, well, I would add to, like you said, I think the definitions are similar. I think the big thing we kind of switched on is the duration, right? Yes. In my opinion, and what I've noticed, and this is, I think, an important thing to talk about when you're inquiring about people's emotions and stuff too is like what do you mean because we aren't Miriam Webster we aren't accurate especially with this stuff let's face it kind of talking about our feelings is kind of taken over in like the 90s like it's not really a, it's still a kind of budding thing um, but to me joy is like a sudden short lasting high intensity like burst of like light and connection and meaning and all that fun stuff. Um, whereas happiness is usually a more like stable, longer lasting, and usually kind of comes from like something I'm doing, like I'm getting purpose from what I'm doing and that's making me feel happy, but it's not this like surprise party level kind of right. boom. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So listeners, you can decide on the for yourself. Who's right? Yeah. Just tell us who's right in the comments yeah. below. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, overall, um, you know, it's basically it's joy slash happiness is a state of being um, and it's an internal and you can express it um, externally. I remember I was watching the news one morning this is like a couple months ago. Um, Harvard did this 80 year long study mm -hmm. of men. Um, it because it at the time Harvard was a male only um institution. Mm -hmm. Um, and they tracked um their health and over the years. Okay. And basically the study revealed that yes, taking care of yourself physically is important, but you are going to have better health when you have, when you're happy, mm -hmm. sure. taking, taking care of yourself. And the key to happiness, one of the keys is good relationships mm -hmm. and connections, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. People who were, the people who are most satisfied in their relationships at age 50 happen to be the healthiest at age 80. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, I think that is somewhat, I think at this point it's, it's kind of like, Oh no shit, mm -hmm. but it is, it is a pretty cool finding. Oh yeah. I would, I would definitely agree with that. And I, I would also add in there too, that like, we we know and I again I can't quote the studies off the top of my head, but we do know that happier people, people that have generally a more positive disposition, their immune systems tend to be stronger. They don't tend to get sick as often. Like you know, like there is something to say about how like you know when we get depressed or when we feel sad or chronically blue, mm -hmm. everything feels chronically blue. That's not like you know like it's everything is kind of dealing with that at the same time and so 
nothing works as hard. Um, mm -hmm. And so that includes those automatic systems that we uh, sort of assume should just be doing their thing. Um, yeah. Honestly, let's face it, I think in a weird way, I think we as humans always assume I should be working at X capacity, but we don't give ourselves a lot of credit, <laughs> credit for that too. Um, but nevertheless, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm fascinated by the study. Um, and they, you know, over the years, they then added in like um, offspring of the original um, participants, you know, they brought in women. So, um, and there's multiple, there's other like offshoot studies from this original one. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Luce. Go ahead. Finish your I just, you know, it's yes, we're not saying the study is not saying, oh, you can, you know, screw, you know, physical health and not exercise and whatever and just, you know, have happy relationships. Right. It's not, but it's so important to nurture good relationships if you want a happy and long life. Yeah. And I think too, I'll say one thing that I have a question for you. And this is probably an offshoot of the study that you going to pop quiz you on it in some ways. But I would say another aspect to it is also gratitude. And I think a lot of times gratitude is sort of given as like the silver bullet of all of the things. Like if you have gratitude, you'll never feel sad again. No. Um, you know, but I do think there's a lot of research that shows that if we can kind of look at things from a more grateful lens, you know, it does sort of start to sort of exercise some things differently. Um, yeah you know, and, um, and that can bring on more of those yellow joy, happiness, contentment, satisfaction, you know, kind of emotions. I think, unfortunately, a lot of the, I know there's super shrinky, there's a lot of the bad feelings, um, but there's no such thing as a bad feeling, but they kind of are usually as a response to threats. And when we see a threat, we zoom in, right? Like mm -hmm. we like, we focus on it, we want to make sure and we want to kind of manage it until it goes away. Um, but thinking about things like gratitude and kind of zooming out of a problem can sometimes kind of change the way we look at it. And it doesn't always feel so all-encompassing or as threatening if we kind yeah. of take a step back from the kind of conundrum that we're dealing with and stuff too. Um, yeah. Yes, I, I agree. And it's, it's, it's always worth highlighting the good mm -hmm. and, and the positive emotions as well yeah I you know I I think a thing that I remember an old therapist of mine telling me which I thought was I was like to be putting it frankly I was bitching uh, <laughs> to say uh, about some like childhood bullies and like different things and how like my life would be so different if I never met them like you know this kind of very honestly self-righteous but very common <laughs> you know kind of uh, thought yeah. process um, and, and my therapist kind of like, was like, well, what did you learn from them? And I kind of like paused for a second and I was just like, are you telling me I have to be like thankful that they were in my life? <laughs> Cause I ain't thankful for them at all. But then, you know, with some time, I kind of realized like, no, like I did the good people make an impact and the, the bad people in quotes make an impact too. You, you can learn something from everything. But if you don't want to learn something from it, then you're, then, then that's your choice. But there is something to learn from all experiences, be them good, bad, or neutral. And that's, I think, an important thing to recall too, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. It's, um, and I think, you know, practicing gratitude and like, you know, of course you see it on Instagram and social media, like people waking up every morning, I write a gratitude list. It's like, that's a crock of shit. <laughs> Um, I think it's a practice. You have to, I mean, you really have to like, I'm grateful for this cup of coffee. Really? Give me a break. Right. Like, right. I think it is such a practice and it's, it's, it's more of a practice of self-reflection. Mm -hmm. You don't have to post about it to make it a thing. It just, it's just, it's honestly, similar to sorry if I just like burped on the microphone I hope I caught that in time um <laughs> it stuck up on me um but it's 
I'm grateful for my that that experience. No, um, it, it's it's similar to working out. Like it's just something you do on your own. Like you know to sort of like keep that piece going. It doesn't have to be this gesture, you know, of sorts in some way. If you want to gesture about it, go right ahead. Who am I to care? But like you know, but it doesn't have to be this whole shtick. Yeah. Time. Yeah. It's no, no, absolutely not. Mm. But, you know, I, I think I, it can definitely lead to more overall satisfaction when you really look into yourself and look and like really are grateful for what you've been through, what's in Agreed. your life, um, what's not in your life. Um, well, to, to pivot back to something you said, and this was the question I had earlier too, is like, in your opinion, Luz, because you asked me that imponderable question last week, and I was thinking about it a lot about like, why we don't kind of express the word anger or say anger anymore. We're frustrated and irritated, but we kind of skip that part. Um, what makes a good relationship? I know you said like good relationships are sort of like, in your opinion, like what's a, in if you could break that down. Good relationship. I think having a certain level of honesty okay. with the person that you're in. So like a vulnerability kind of piece, like yep. mm -hmm. being vulnerable with them. Um, I think being able to have fun with them, mm -hmm. just friggin' laughing your ass off mm -hmm. being silly. Um, I think that that is really important. Um, and this is, and this is more relationships more broadly. I'm not talking about just romantic or just friendships or whatever. Um, I think these are components that are important in any sort of relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. Yeah. Vulnerability, humor. Um, and I think, you know, one thing that I've experienced, and I think most people can say they've experienced this as you get older, you know, friends that you were seeing every day um, or talking to every day and no longer the, the idea of being able to pick up where you left off. And I don't know what kind of a, a particular word for that. Like, like what makes that, but yeah, I gotcha. That makes sense. But I think that is important. That's something that I I have with, I'm thinking of like my college friends. We're all spread around across the country. We don't get to see each other. We do have a group text thread, which is really nice, but it's not like it's active all the time. Um, it is blowing up right now. I can see it popping on my screen. Um, but the idea that we can, when we do get to see each other, you know, whether it's once or twice a year that we, we really do pick up where we left off. And I think that is a testament to the work that you put into when you were together all the time. Does that Agreed. make sense? Agreed. No, I think, like you said, the foundation is important. Um, if the foundation is there, then it does, you know, then you don't have to work so hard on like reestablishing it every time you see each other, you know, there's just, there's that, vulnerability that trust that honesty like all those i i hear where you're coming from like if all of those pieces are already there then you don't have to do the how's the weather as much to kind of rebuild it back every time you see each other like it doesn't get washed away it just is sort of present which i think is powerful i think for me too one thing just to add is i think i don't know i feel like i say the word balance all the time but like i think relationships are a balance and it's important to have relationships where you feel like you're getting as much as you're giving. Mm -hmm. um, and because, you know, having them feel too one-sided is not good. That breeds resentment and all that, those nasty kind of feelings and stuff too. Um, but that also means having those stuff we just talked about so that you can kind of be like, look, I know you're going through it, but like, we got to, you got to reset this, the, the clock here a little bit. Like I got to, you know, my life still exists just because or whatever. And having that be well-received and things as well. But that, 
comes with that foundation. I don't know if that makes any sense, but yeah. No, I, I agree. It's, it's definitely, it's a, it's a give and take process. Agreed. Agreed. Wow. Wow. Well, lovely way to start off a Sunday. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go. Um, yeah. I, I think I'm going to go from here and going to go to book club later. So, so that my fellow book club listeners that are a part of this and, you know, now we have all this gratitude, all this joy, and we're going to probably tear apart a, a book that someone worked really hard to write. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm feeling so <laughs> super grateful. Yeah. Super grateful. But um, all right. Liz. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I, I, I wish you all, you know, you're going to listen to this tomorrow. I wish you all a wonderful week. Yes. And um, we'll see you next time. Yes, everybody live long, prosper, find that joy, find that happiness and argue with your families about which one means what. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye everyone. Everybody take care. Bye.